remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that explores the lives of famous individuals on the day they passed away. Today we're delving into the extraordinary life of Isambard Kingdom Brunel, a revolutionary British civil engineer whose innovations transformed transportation and modern engineering as a whole. Today marks the 163rd anniversary of his death. So, without any further ado, let's dive into the extraordinary early life of Isambard Kingdom Brunel. Part 1. Formative Foundation, 1806-1825 Isambard Kingdom Brunel was born on April 9, 1806, in Portsmouth, England. His father, Mark Isambard Brunel, was an accomplished engineer and inventor. Born in France, Mark had fled to America during the French Revolution, before eventually settling in Britain. His mother, Sophia Kingdom, was an Englishwoman, and together they provided an enriching and stimulating home environment. Mark Brunel was more than just a father to Isambard. He was his first mentor and inspiration. A polymath in his own right, Mark was deeply involved in various engineering projects, including the development of block-making machinery for the Portsmouth Dockyard. Young Isambard was often present at his father's workplace, where the sights and sounds of mechanical wonders captivated his imagination. Mark Brunel's own emphasis on rigor, precision, and innovation had a profound impact on his son. Isambard absorbed these qualities, honing his natural inclinations for problem-solving and design. Recognizing his son's potential, Mark sent Isambard to France to receive a comprehensive education at Lycée Henri Cortet in Paris. France, being at the forefront of engineering and sciences, offered Isambard exposure to a plethora of ideas and disciplines. The intellectual environment cultivated his skills in mathematics, physics, and drawing, all essential tools for an aspiring engineer. In particular, Isambard was drawn to the works of French engineers and architects whose revolutionary designs and structures had transformed Paris and other cities. Isambard was not only brilliant in the academic sense, he also displayed a natural talent for drawing and sketching, often spending hours capturing the details of mechanical parts or architectural elements. His love for geometry was apparent in these early sketches, and it was clear that he was developing a keen eye for both form and function. This artistic ability would later serve him well, allowing him to visualize complex engineering problems and communicate his revolutionary ideas to both experts and laymen alike. When he returned to England at 16, he joined his father in the family's engineering business, it was a time of transition for both father and son. Mark Brunel was working on the ambitious Thames Tunnel project aimed at linking Rothstein and Waiting under the River Thames. The experience was a formative one for the young Brunel, not only in honing his engineering skills, but also in understanding the practical challenges that came with innovation. Factors like finance, politics, and public opinion, which would play a significant role throughout his career. Part 2. The Rise of a Visionary Engineer, 1825-1845 As he returned to England, young Brunel was quickly embroiled in his father's ambitious Thames Tunnel project. The idea was revolutionary, a tunnel beneath the River Thames that would 
facilitate easier and quicker transport between Rotherin and Waping. Despite the project's high risks and the skepticism it faced from the public and investors, Brunel's father, Mark, was determined to see it through. Isambard was initially appointed as a resident engineer, and he was in charge of day-to-day operations. The construction was fought with difficulties, including unexpected flooding and unbearable working conditions. At one point, a severe flood trapped Isambard and several workers underground, nearly costing them their lives. However, these adversities only seemed to strengthen Brunel's resolve. He contributed ingenious solutions to many engineering challenges, and even designed a tunneling shield that protected workers as they dug. Unfortunately, the project was eventually stalled due to financial difficulties, but the experience provided Brunel with invaluable insights into project management, engineering challenges, and perseverance. In the early 1830s, England was undergoing a railway mania, with numerous companies vying to lay down tracks that would connect the nation like never before. Seizing the opportunity, Brunel became the chief engineer of the newly founded Great Western Railway, or GWR, in 1833, aiming to connect London to Bristol. His vision went beyond merely laying down tracks. He aimed for a complete integrated system that considered everything from track gauge to station design. His choice of a broad gauge as opposed to a standard gauge was a point of much debate. Brunel argued that his chosen gauge would allow for faster speeds and greater stability. Although this decision led to what became known as the gauge wars with other railway companies, many of Brunel's trains indeed turned out to be faster and more comfortable. Alongside his work on railways, Brunel showcased his architectural genius. The train stations he designed were monumental. Not just mere stops, but cathedrals dedicated to the age of steam and iron. The Temple Mead Station in Bristol was one such marvel, featuring a grand facade and intricate detailing. However, it was the Clifton Suspension Bridge that truly captivated the nation's imagination. Although the bridge would only be completed after his death, the design and initial work were all Brunel's. The bridge was not just an engineering feat, but also a work of art, symbolizing the potential of human ingenuity. Brunel's talents weren't confined to terrestrial transportation. He entered the world of maritime engineering by designing the SS Great Western, the first steamship purpose-built for crossing the Atlantic. Later, the SS Great Britain would become the world's first iron-hulled screw-propelled ship, setting the standard for maritime engineering for decades. Part 3 a Legacy of Landmarks and Lasting Impact, 1846-1859 By the late 1840s, the Great Western Railway was in full operation, but Brunel had grander plans. He aimed to extend the network into Cornwall and possibly even to New York through connections with transatlantic steamships. His vision was a unified system of global transportation, but several challenges lay ahead. Brunel's insistence on a broad gauge while providing more comfortable and faster travel led to what was termed the gauge wars with companies that used the standard gauge. This was more than a mere technical disagreement. It escalated into a public debate, eventually requiring government intervention. 
Despite the superior performance of broad gauge trains, the government sided with the standard gauge in the interest of national uniformity. Although this decision was a professional setback for Brunel, his innovations in railway design, ranging from track layout to carriages, left a lasting impact on the industry. Even as his railway projects were in full swing, Brunel was engrossed in his most ambitious maritime project yet, the SS Great Eastern. Designed to be the largest ship ever built, this iron sailing steamship was intended to make voyages to Australia without needing to refuel. It was an engineering marvel, but also a logistical and financial nightmare. The sheer scale of the ship presented unprecedented challenges, from the construction of its double hull to the launch mechanism required to move such a massive vessel. The launch of the SS Great Eastern was a highly publicized affair, but it turned out to be just as big of a fiasco. The ship was getting stuck multiple times before it could be successfully launched. Though the ship did eventually see service, it never fulfilled its potential as a commercial vessel. Yet, its groundbreaking design elements, like the use of double-skinned hulls, became foundational in shipbuilding, highlighting Brunel's capacity for far-reaching vision. Part 4 the final act and enduring legacy, 1859 to the present. Disembarked Kingdom Brunel's final days were filled with the same relentless ambition that had characterized his entire life. Despite deteriorating health, he was deeply involved in the planning and construction of the Clifton Suspension Bridge, a project dear to his heart, but one that he would never see completed. He passed away on September 15, 1859, just 10 days after the maiden voyage, of the SS Great Eastern. Brunel was laid to rest in Kensal Green Cemetery in London, leaving behind a legacy that would forever change the landscape of engineering and industrial innovation. The news of Brunel's death reverberated through Britain and the engineering world. Tributes poured in from all quarters, from fellow engineers to politicians, recognizing his unparalleled contributions to modern infrastructure. Newspapers ran extensive obituaries, celebrating his achievements while also contemplating the unfulfilled promise of many of his ambitions. Numerous memorials were erected in his honor, including statues and plaques at various sites of his engineering marvels. In 1864, the Clifton Suspension Bridge was finally completed as a fitting tribute to the man who had envisioned it. It remains a symbol of his ingenuity and serves as a lasting memorial to his talent. Brunel's impact is not confined to the annals of engineering. It stretches across various fields, including urban planning, transportation, and even education. His advancements in tunneling technology, bridge construction, and maritime engineering provided the foundational knowledge that propelled these industries into the future. The engineering principles he developed are studied in academic institutions worldwide, and his work continues to inspire new generations of engineers. Isambard Kingdom Brunel stands as a testament to the power of human ingenuity and the importance of daring to challenge the status quo. In the modern context, as the world grapples with challenges from climate change to urban sprawl, the audacity to dream big is more crucial than ever. Brunel's life and works serve as a compelling example of how visionary thinking can not only solve problems of the day,
but also lay the groundwork for future innovations. In contemporary Britain and around the world, the infrastructure that Brunel helped to create still functions, albeit modernized and adapted, as essential components of everyday life. In this way, Brunel's work lives on not as relics of a bygone era, but as living monuments to the power of engineering and human imagination. So even as the years roll on, the legacy of Isambard Kingdom Brunel remains far from static. Whether it's the Great Western Railway that still ferries passengers across England, or the advancements in shipbuilding that trace their lineage back to his designs, Brunel's influence is imprinted on the modern world in countless ways, through documentaries, biographies, and educational courses that keep his memory alive. Brunel continues to serve as a powerful reminder that the limitations we perceive are but stepping stones for the next groundbreaking leap in human progress. And that brings us to the end of today's episode on Isambard Kingdom Brunel, a revolutionary British engineer who helped change modern Britain and engineering as a whole. He's also who died today, September 15th. Additionally, if you enjoyed today's episode and want a visual of what Isambard Kingdom Brunel looked like, follow our Instagram, period, died, period, today. Lastly, make sure to rate us wherever you are listening. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we explore the life of another remarkable individual who made a lasting and indelible mark on history. I'm your host, Peter, and thank you for listening.